Oh my who, god. Who so there <laughs> I was. Scrolling through Discord and catching up on Messenger. And I'm like, hey, why is the film me in server active? Are they recording? They don't normally record today. So there I am. I go in and I see not only Xander. <laughs> Not only David, but I also see Alex Woods, and I sit here thinking to myself, have they left me out? Yes, they really you, know what? Out? you know what? I, really? I feel like is this that is... Really what's James, going on? Have, you got, have you got a spare time? Hell yeah, I've got spare time. Okay, so... so James, you've so... got 15 minutes to come up with a film. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's Nine... how you fail a unicorn. Yeah. Nine grand, <laughs> well spent. Well, yeah, I'm not paying fucking nine grand. I'm going to fucking, like, demand a refund for it because it's been nothing but shit and getting told we don't know what you can do. Go fuck yourself. All I'm, all I'm, all I'm going to say is they, they denied the, the petition. Yeah, they did deny the petition. everyone to have their thing refunded. Yeah. No, I don't think it should be refunded completely. I think it just needs to be lowered. Yeah, yeah, no, no they, they weren't trying to get it refunded completely. They were like, yeah, oh, there'll, there'll be pay. constant ones. We'll, we'll eventually grand. get a refund. No, we won't. And plus, I'm, I doubt I'm going to get it fucking paid off anyway. I'm going to be stuck in BQ for the rest of my life. And on and that note, you could be stuck. You could be there stuck in Syria. I'd rather be stuck, be stuck in, in Syria. You could be stuck in Wilco. Much rather be stuck in Wilco. You'd be, you'd be stuck <laughs> in David's asshole. I like it there. It's nice and warm there. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a regular. Might run into a run into a rogue winnet. The fuck's a winnet? It's a little bit of shit. Oh. Yeah. Just like a tiny. Who said a nugget? No. Or just... like a, a pooplet. I mean, to be honest, you're most like just running into remnants of my hair. Like, I find hair in there all the time. What, do you eat your oh, shit? Oh, yeah, man. Do you eat your hair no, like you just shit it out? No, like, just a hair, you, fo- like, if you I'm sleeping hair, and hair Do you shit hairballs? Like no, cat. I don't shit hairballs. It's just, like, when I'm in the shower, I'll pull do out a really long hair. you think cats shit hairballs? No, but they throw them out, so it's like, the op- it's like the opposite of a cat. If you shit So it's not a cat. It's so not like not a cat. cat. It's like the opposite of a cat. If anything, he's more like a bird. That's, like, the most opposite you can get. Do they shit hairballs? They shit. No, they but it's very hairballs. opposite to a cat. Cat shit as well. Yeah, but they don't shit hair. No, because they throw it up. <laughs> Nothing shits hair. I do. David shits hair. <laughs> David shits hair. <laughs> I don't shit it. I just pull, like, a long hair out of my ass because, like, it gets in there in the middle of the night. Yeah, man. Wait, so, like, I can, I can, I can wait, like, if, if I'm in a shower, I'll just, I'll just feel that. Is that. If I sleep in a bed with M, I get the same problem. I'll wait, have yeah, a, exactly. Have it's a long hair problem thing. Is that, is that hair from the head or hair from your arsehole, though? Or do you just have really long It's hair arsehole? from my head. Right. It's very easy to differentiate between head yeah. and arsehole hair because yeah. one is one ten length. times longer than the other. <laughs> yeah, ten. How short is your girlfriend's hair? Oh, I was talking about my How hair. long are your hairs? Like, you know. Oh, my, my pubic hair, you can't even see my dick. <laughs> <laughs> like a jungle. Like, you know, you, I've seen mine. I've got, I've got little Bob Ross down there. I could French plot my pubes and I'd get a, <laughs> uh, I'd get a chastity cage. <laughs> You'd, um, you should, um, you should tie them up like a Viking's beard. <laughs> Just get the rings and everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, sounds like a shout. You know what you should try and do? You should try and shape it like Squidward's head. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Filming <laughs> Podcast, where this week we're uh, surprisingly still doing film talk. I'm not sure how much of that conversation I'm going to keep in, but it's going to be a decent amount of it. Um, as you can hear, we've got uh, with us, as always, our trusty co-host. Uh, it's Mr. David French. How are you doing, David? Uh, yeah. Hi. 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 What an intro. Welcome, David. And... As a special guest, um, we he's come all the way from the flat moon. It is Mr. Alex Woods. How you doing, Alex? I- I'm doing all right, but you really got to start paying for my tickets for the moon, man. Elon Musk keeps on blowing up my my chances of getting home. I was about to say, doesn't he? Like, do you just take Elon Musk's car? Like, did you just find it at that point? Find the yeah, find the yeah, space Tesla. Yeah, 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 man. That that's Flat Moon sponsored by Tesla. Does it still play like The Witcher Three on there, or is it, or is it not that model? Oh no, no, you can you can run The Witcher Three at like 150 FPS, like in a car while it's running. It's pretty great. Ah, oh, beautiful. Like, well, more, no, that'd be a great. great a more great importantly, trip. it can run uh, Lego Star Wars. So. It can also run Doom. Oh my who, god! Who so there <laughs> I was scrolling. Through Discord and catching up on Messenger, and I'm like, "Hey, why is the film me in server active? Are they recording? They don't normally record today." So there I am. I go in and I see not only Xander, not only David, but I also see Alex Woods, and I sit here thinking to myself, "Have they left me out?" Yes, they really you know what? You know what? I really? I feel like is this that is really what's James. Going on? Have you got Have you got a spare time? Hell yeah, I've got spare time. Okay, so James, James you've so, got fifteen minutes to come up with a film. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can you can stay during this one. It's always a pleasure. I I, f- I feel wanted. That that's, no, that's, no, that's no, 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 no. This works. This works. If yeah. James stays and moderates, we're all yeah. pitching it to James. He's the he is the board of producers. You have 20 okay, million, so I... you've got to pay us 20 million. So, oh, so, so what do I do? So do I decide yeah. who's, who's the best idea? Choose your favourite, not necessarily the best okay. film, just your favourite idea of the three. Okay, no worries, I can do that. And I you can, can ask that. as many questions as well. Like, after, we've actually... after I did it. I didn't mean to just suddenly walk in alone. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just wanted to see what was going on, by the way. And, you know, I've, I've, I just expressed my, you know... Well, you said you've got self. time, so you're coming. And you're joining. You know, okay. you know, you know I, personally, like, I don't blame Alex. I'm just disappointed in the two of you. Like, <laughs> we do things with other people, Jess. We, we like, have other friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> You know, it's like you know the you, you, you like that that they're, they're like other friends, and I'm like friend friend. <laughs> can, like, I, can I also just oh, can James. I also just say, James, I also did the exact same when you lot were in the server the other day by just telling you you're putting on good songs. Ah, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. oh, wait, yeah. no, Al- yeah. Alex wasn't mm-hmm. there. We can't bring that up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Shit, no. Um, 
I I I am I'm just happy to be here whenever I am here. Um, might uh, I add? Might <laughs> I add? Everyone was invited to that, by the way. And, you know, <laughs> oh, only one of you fuckers said that you'd do it. So I mean, I was busy already, and then you said, you know what? No, this we'll is, do something without this you. This is getting so off track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, so James, I'm very interested to see which bits of this conversation make it into the podcast. <laughs> I'm very interested to see which parts of this conversation is actually real or not. So, so, <laughs> so James, are you staying? Uh, yeah, fine. Why not? Cool, amazing, amazing. <laughs> just so you know, we literally have only just started. So we might as well just <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, genuinely, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've barely done this. We, we, yeah, I, we really, I haven't even got. I haven't the even done the news yet. yet. Well. We've got a, an extra special guest. It's Mr. James O'Malley, all the way from Shock Radio. How are you doing, James? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sad. I'm, I'm not sad at all. You know, <laughs> it's just like you, you know, I I I, 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 I turn up. You know, I go on Discord see if anyone's up for a chat. And, uh, I use Discord too. Lo and behold, you know, the other three members of this, you know, so-called team that you know, we're, we're, yeah. you know, we've we've built over the past couple of years. Uh, are all in a call together, and they didn't tell me. So oh, James, it was actually the you know, three-year anniversary of us meeting the other day. Yeah, you know, and and like you know, just we, we've got we got we got celebrations like that going on, and you know, not oh crap, them, yeah, it was not Sorry. not one of them invited me. So you know, <laughs> there we go. But I had to crash this to get in. We're very glad you're here. This isn't. No, you're not. <laughs> There, there wasn't much news. Can we just, should we just skip the news uh, and just get on? I mean, there's literally like, there's two things to do with Justice League, and then the GameStop ship is genuinely interesting. I don't want to go through the GameStop stuff. It's really complicated. It's not oh, that right. complicated. It's literally just Reddit fucked Wall Street, and it's hilarious. And now they've oh, yeah. the movie rights. Yeah, the, exactly. There's two movies in development and a TV show. And it's by the person, it's based on a book. By the person who wrote the book of the social network. Oh, Ooh, wow. that's interesting. And the book is called The Anti Social Network, which is definitely the best description of Reddit in the world. Yeah, genuine. See, now that I would watch, I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah, man. It's going to be good. <laughs> it, I'm very that excited. is going to be really, really interesting. I think that's going to be really fun. Yeah. Because like, I've. What was that film we watched? The Big Short, was it? Yeah. Yeah, man. I reckon that it's was... just going to be the big short, but with a lot of redditors. So it's just going to be really right. fucking disgusting-looking people. I've seen the big short once, and then I've watched so many videos on that, and I still don't understand it. Like... <laughs> oh no, nah, you've just got to you've got to watch it with um, Xander. He'll tell you all about it. Oh no, no, I've got to watch it with just you. Have five thousand. Oh IQ. no, <laughs> you've just got to pause it every five minutes and just be like, like... you've got to have someone there to be like, okay, <laughs> am I getting this right? That, like, honestly, like, I actually understood most of it, but that's because I got told it by very good-looking people. We get it, David. Like, You're smart. <laughs> I think, like, got like my, my, my stupidly clever co-host on on We're Getting Old. Like, I think, like, to literally today, I think has finally told me how stocks work. <laughs> I, like, I think, I think I figured it out. Maybe I could be wrong. Well, we're all very proud of you, sweetie. Thank well done, you. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, not I proud went... enough to like actually invite, invite me. Well, like, I've got to, I've got to crash. I've got to crash. You're gonna to crash get the stock market. Yeah, I know. So you're just like, just gotta... to get onto the film me in podcast just, again. Just like the film me in podcast, uh, rather the stock market. I've got to crash the film me in podcast <laughs> to actually get yeah. on it. Like you know, um, David, what? Go on, run run through the news real quick because I'm eager to get started on this. Okay, so uh, obviously we've got the GameStop news. We just talked about that. Uh, two bits of like Justice League news. One came out today, one came out yesterday. Uh, the one that came out today is it's going to be R-rated, so Batman will say fuck, hopefully. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Jared Leto's in it. Nobody gives a shit. Nope. And cool. finally, uh, new Cloverfield sequel is in the works. Apparently, a direct sequel. Do we believe that? Do we fuck? Every single Cloverfield movie has started out as a direct sequel. Mm-hmm. That's not what true. A weird franchise. Every, every single Cloverfield movie started off as its own separate movie that they slapped Cloverfield onto and made it sci-fi. Like uh, I Ten, reckon, Ten Cloverfield Lane was a movie called The Basement, I think. Honestly, and, yeah, I can imagine that. Like the only reason the they called it that. Yeah, Cloverfield Paradox definitely felt like a rip-off of Alien. Cloverfield Paradox, and then they were just like shit. And then they were like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll throw Cloverfield on air so we can get some views. Yeah, that's hundred percent. Well, wasn't Overlord as well supposed to be a Cloverfield sequel or Cloverfield movie? And they just got cancelled as a Cloverfield movie? Really? It's not a Cloverfield movie. It it was meant to be, and then they said, no, it's not. And then that film was actually pretty, pretty bloody great. See, I love how, like, they made a shit film a Cloverfield movie and a good film Mm. not a Cloverfield movie. Yeah. (laughs) It's almost like the Cloverfield franchise. But honestly, just do 10 Cloverfield Lane again. Do more of that, because that was sick. Yeah. Well, was that the one with Sully oh. from Mr. Zing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's really weird. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> also, right. Sully's an anti-masker. Just oh, saying. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right. Here we go, guys. Um, we've gone through the news. So now we're going to, I mean, I think one of us kind of let the cat out of the bag earlier when talking to James. But this week, we're doing another pitch episode. Woo! Because we really, uh, we really loved doing it last time. So It was a lot of fun. This time we're doing we're pitching a sequel in a franchise that's dead. So I'd dead... just like to say, go on. This is not an easy task. No, it really is. No, but it's a great idea. From like, whenever, whenever, whenever it's like a pitch episode, it's like, oh yeah, just, 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 just write a film. Just write yeah. a film for this podcast. It's so hard. That you're not going to make. It's like brilliant. I've got to write a film. I'm write literally a... doing. I'm doing a film course. <laughs> and I can't do, I can't write a film for my film course. So I'm here like, how am I supposed to do this? So. Mate, I am literally the same right now. I've got to write three <laughs> short films and a horror film. And I've, the horror film is the one I pitched to you guys. And I still can't write it. I've got no motivation. Yeah, I was able to write a fucking sequel to National Treasure. <laughs> in the space of 20 minutes well like what you do you just do a reverse cloverfield and you've written a movie where nicholas cage steals something and then boom it's national treasure make it an alien thing and then it's nicholas cage has stolen the declaration of cloverfield independence <laughs> of <Cloverfield's>. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it's just hitting me now that 
I probably haven't seen the first film or first lots of these films. Don't I, I don't know to. anything about Not this. Mine. Okay. Oh, tr- trust okay. me, don't yeah, don't worry, don't worry. Mine, okay. I guarantee you guys have not seen uh, well, most of mine, uh, most of the franchise from mine. Um, I've not watched oh, any of the franchise. Right, I get it. We, you, you're not all doing the same film, okay? No, you no, can no, really tell that I, that I, I haven't. I don't know anything about this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, like Jason genuinely like this was genuinely annoyed. Ge- genuinely <laughs> feel like this uninvited. Genuinely James. feel like part of the group. You know, like <laughs> yeah, these are real genuine feelings, David. So you yeah. do feel like part of the group. So I'm gonna say that Alex just has the best pitch because he he wasn't part of this. He he's not the boss. Boom, end the podcast. I win. Not again, not again. Um, I mean, I mean, technically, David won last time, but Alex won the people's vote because De- Alex's idea last time will live in infamy. People's vote? What people? We had like three viewers. I know, but everyone. Yeah, all three of them said Hartley was a yeah. um Right, so we've each gone away, found a franchise that's kind of dead or has only like two sequels from the past, and we're bringing it back with a new sequel. And uh, did you guys have fun doing this? Alex and David, I mean. I didn't. <laughs> uh, I had I had a lot of fun writing this. And now yeah. I want to. I now I'm upset that it's probably never going to be made. Yeah, that, <laughs> oh, that's I, did, did you have fun? Did Did you have fun, Alex? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm going to stop being annoyed about it. <laughs> I feel like I should need to go somewhere. Subside with it. <laughs> my rage. Uh, D- David, did you have fun doing this? I didn't have fun trying to figure the franchise because cons- yeah. I kept on messaging you saying, can I please not do a franchise and just do like Mom and Dad 2? Because my idea for Mom and Dad 2 was going to be like, they reverse it so the kids want to kill the parents and it becomes a survival horror for Nicolas Cage. Oh, that could have been cool. But we're, we're exactly. doing that. That's for another day, David. That's for another day. I know. Yeah, and that would have been a lot of fun to write cool. today. Um, so th- this idea, the idea for this episode actually came... Um, it's it's from a few different places, so I think so, we need to give some credit to each of us here because Alex uh, came to me with an idea for pitching a Spider-Man film that never got made, and we and we were like, yeah, that sounds really cool, and then it sort of evolved from there into franchise sequels. So um, I think yeah, I think we've all come up with we've all got a bit of credit here. Mm-hmm. For, Every for single idea. person in the call. Except James. James had no idea about any of this. Um, yeah. Now to to decide who gets to go first, I've got the um, I've got the spinny wheel of names. Um, oh yeah, by the way, J- so James is here. James had no idea about this, which is why he doesn't have an idea. But he's going to be uh, deciding who wins at the end. Yeah, we're yeah. We're, we're pitching to his production. I yes. am but- the multi-millionaire executive producer, the guy with the money. King Kong, Godzilla, Lord of the Rings. Wow, you're um, gonna Jaws. Taxi driver. I, I'm taxi driver. Uh, I'm baby driver as well. I'm all of those guys. I've forgotten I'm your drive. name again. Who are you again? I'm the boss. <laughs> I'm your boss. So um, let, let's let's find out the order. Let's go. Oh, first up, Spin it's gonna be. First up, it's going to be Xander, followed by 
David. So it's going to be me, then David, then Alex to finish off. Is everyone cool with that? Alex always finishes. Xander always finishes first anyway, so... That's just not true. Normally, I go last. Anyway, um, you just wow. finished. Oh, yours was talking about uh, the sex. Yep. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. Apologies. Mm. Yeah. So, yes. so the franchise. That Second I, joke I made today. I had a lot of. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we so we'll each have twenty minutes to go through our uh, idea, um, after saying the name and tagline, and then we'll and then uh, after after we finish the initial pitch, the rest of the twenty minutes will be each other asking questions filling in the gaps that someone might have missed is that cool yes cool so before before i say which one i picked there were a few ideas that i had like one of them was um actually a cancelled movie i talked to david about this i was gonna go for the men in black 23 jump street film and write that but then i realized that me and David had a discussion, was like, that's a cancelled movie, maybe that's it for another time, so I wanted it to be a completely original idea. So, a few that I had thoughts about were Gremlins 3. I thought that that could have been quite fun. Uh, Back to the Future 4 was a possibility for me. Um, I it, had that one as well. It Chapter 3 seems like a simple one. And the Dark Didn't they Knight, think of doing that? And the, uh, the Dark Knight 4. Was that was, you had well. two... Two of the things you just said were on my list as well. Yeah, I was also thinking Dark Knight Four, but then I thought I want to make a bad film. <laughs> so, like, I in the end, I came up with one that that my my flatmate suggested as a joke, and she suggested, um, "What about Fifty Shades of Grey?" Oh no! So <laughs> I've written a sequel to the to the Fifty Shades trilogy, um, and it, the, the title is. Fifty Shades, a shade of red, and um, the. Do you know that that red isn't one of the Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah, I know, I know, but it's just a different color. But I mean, I know there's a lot of them. It'll, so it it'll make sense, confusing. okay? It'll make sense. And the tagline is "Rediscover your obsession." Oh. All right. So yeah, it's uh, a remake of it, but it's I'm Twilight. Gonna, I'm going to start the timer, and. Uh, enjoy my pitch okay so when when approaching this movie i thought because the trilogy's been wrapped up they get married in the end and they're all happy i'm assuming i haven't seen it um but what i wanted to go with was yeah, um, quick quick save there <laughs> thanks trust me trust me hey let's kidding. let's write a pitch i don't know anything about the film great let's so, go so what i kind of pitch. what i decided to go with was follow the tradition of um of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, where there's a movie in that series called Wes Craven's New Nightmare, where they made like five or six of them by that point, and this movie comes out in the 90s, and it is actually set in the real world, where with the real actors from the original film are playing themselves, and Freddy Krueger starts haunting them and attacking them in real life. So I thought, pulling on that style... I've decided to go with uh, with this. So here, here's the uh, the description. So it's set in the real world and follows a super fan of the movies that finds out that they're not making any more and becomes obsessed with making a fourth movie in the franchise. But this takes a dark turn when they get a taste of blood. So um, I've so for the for the main character, it's going to be this middle aged menopausal mom 
who's like in her late 50s, early 60s. She's like been through, she's been through her entire life now. She's just sort of, you know, at that age now, middle-aged. And I've I've cast Tony Collette in this role. So this this woman is like just you, you, your standard your standard middle aged woman, but that, that gets sort of swept up in the hype of these books and these movies that like introduces a bit of frisk into her life, you know. Because whenever you're on holiday, you see mums on the on the sunbeds reading Fifty Shades, like back back when it was big, anyway. So it's just that stereotype typical mum that's reading these. Who doesn't love a kinky mum? Exactly, exactly. Um, and I went with Tony Collette because she can play fun, as we saw in Knives Out, but she can delve into the psycho side, like in Hereditary. Um, so, yeah. So the idea is that she, like, at the start, she's reading these books, she's loving it, she's watching the films, she's loving them, and then she finds out that they're not making a, th- the f- a fourth film because there isn't a fourth one. And so she makes her mission to like go out and find the cast and try and make a fourth film. And it starts off kind of kind of charming, but quickly it becomes an obsession and she, it becomes quite stalkery and creepy. So she she finds the, the actors, uh, Jamie Dornan and Dakota Johnson, who have obviously moved on from this these roles and are trying to do more more like dramatic things and trying to make a name for themselves outside of this dog shit franchise that they know is dog shit. So they, uh, she tracks them down, tries to convince them to do this. And when they refuse, she kidnaps them. And the director uh, of the last two films, James Foley and kit and takes them to a studio that she's built, uh, not a studio that she built, but a set that she's built in a studio. Um, where she wants to film a fourth film. Then she like she's she's saying like, you know, this has to happen. I'm going to make this film with you guys. And they're obviously like, no, this is ridiculous. Just calm down. And she accidentally kills the director, James Foley. She kills him dead. And obviously oh. the other two start start panicking and they run off into the studio trying to find any place to hide and it she's like oh my god i can't believe what i've done but she gets she gets a rush from it like she did when reading the books so she's like oh wow this this feels good you know so she starts it then becomes a cat and mouse thing where they're they're being hunted down like a um oh what david you were describing it earlier like a just a Hunted down. Yeah, like, like yeah, they're just being hunted. Yeah, they're being hunted down by. So this, they're just this, hunted down. But yeah, they're just being hunted down by this woman around the studio, and they're hiding. They get she gets close, that kind of thing. So it becomes a horror film. Um, she eventually finds them, captures them, and kills Jamie, kills Jamie Dornan, and then sets up a sex scene for him and Dakota Johnson with his dead body. And before she can actually like set it up fully and start the camera and do anything, Dakota Johnson gets free, escapes, and the the movie ends. Um, I have a question. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, so I'm now I'm now open to questions. Are you on a watch list somewhere? (laughs) Well, you definitely are now. Yeah. How do you get to sleep at night? 
with that. This is how right to these movies. He reads this and goes, "Yes, this is what I will do." Yo, this right. is the only thing that gets him high <laughs> anymore. I just thought like th- that could that'd be really scary to see. Like that's why okay. like, the tagline so. is "Rediscover your obsession," because like it's pe- everyone was obsessed with these books, but also yeah. this woman was obsessed with these books. So like she's yeah, but- rediscovering an obsession inside her. You know, mm. yeah. Okay. No, no one so is it's kind of giving me like. <laughs> you know what I think it is. Go on. I think it's a little bit like uh, the the series You on Netflix. I was thinking it's it feels very misery from Stephen King. I literally have yeah. written down three things, three names of films that it reminded me of. And misery was the second one I wrote down. Oh. Yeah. I it feels like a mix of misery. And Human Centipede Two, ah. just because like in Human Centipede Two, they uh, it's the same kind of thing where it's a super fan. I think it's the second one. I've never watched it. But oh, I, I thought that was the third it. one. Right. Where... No, I, thought, I can't no. remember which one it is. I thought the third they one was in a prison. That's the fourth one. That's the um, fourth one. Yeah, it's called like the final, like the final sequence. Piece. I think. Jesus. Um, um, but like, yeah. it's about like this super fan who wants who loves the idea of this and tracks down the director to try and make another one and literally makes the human centipede in the real world okay um so what's what's the runtime looking like then on uh it'd be it'd be like around 90 minutes so it'd be a short film okay right um it gets into it quite quickly yeah so things would have to start moving quite fast so 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 it's so is it Go on, so, I was going to say, when do they attack? When does she? Um, it'd be about. Kidnap. It'd be a, at the end of the first third, so it'd be about half an hour in. Oh, you know what? Okay. Then it's probably closer to two hours. Then it's All probably right, okay. closer Ooh. to two hours because I want there to be a a decent sized opening section where you're getting to know this character and getting to know the uh, the obsession. You get into the vibe of everyone else in the world, like hooked on these books and films. So, what kind of category would it kind of fit into then? So it's like it, it doesn't would, it, it doesn't it doesn't sound like a horror. It would start but, off as a drama like a and then delve into yeah. A horror. yeah thriller. It'd be a yeah thriller. okay yeah. I think right. thriller is such a blanket term. It's brilliant. It's like <laughs> oh, you felt some excitement during this thriller. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you have a thrill thriller? Right? Like yeah. Jack Reacher has a uh, like is an action adventure thriller. Just because zombie yeah, Michael Jackson turned thriller. up thriller. Yeah, exactly. Slapped. Oh, Jesus God, that was bad. That was bad. That was. You know what? You could technically call every single like you could call Hard Street Dragon a thriller because it's quite a thrilling time. Okay. okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like how every every film that's not that's not a documentary is technically a drama. It's yeah. Like yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. It's um, it's drama. It's a thriller. Yeah. Carry on. Sorry. Alex, oh, what oh, you you said there were you wrote down three films. I heard two of them. I heard Misery and Brigsby Bear. What was the other one? Brigsby Bear, Misery, and Nightcrawler. I'd written down. Night, yes. Nightcrawler, yes. It does give me Nightcrawler vibes. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I, also, I, it kind of gives me St. Cloverfield Lane, Lane vibes. Oh, my God. Yeah. And <laughs> the end of, oh, what is it? The one, the film with the blind guy. I was about, I was going to say that. Don't breathe. I was going to say breathe, don't breathe yeah. as well. I was thinking mm-hmm. it's giving me don't breathe vibes with like yeah, the final yeah, yeah. act. Like with this, like absolute mayhem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a. I think it's genuinely a decent idea. I think it's a genuinely interesting idea with this kind of thing, 
the only thing that I would say in regards to story and everything like that, I think there's also a need for like a bit more character development with the character, ju- not just like being obsessed with these films. Like I think because there was also a fourth book, uh, which was from the perspective of Gray, the guy. Yeah. Uh, so it could be that she may be trying to make that, or maybe she's so obsessed with the fact that they were going to be making that movie, and then it got cancelled. And she just goes into a fit of rage. Like, she goes absolutely mental because she's literally got nothing else in her life other than these movies. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Like, I like when it comes to character development, the main thing I'm thinking is she's lost a husband or something like that. Yeah, so yeah that, that, that's what only, I was thinking. And, like, she's, yeah. she's, she's like, on her own. She's like, yeah, got, she's widowed, so she's got only these books. Yeah, so, or, like, or like her kids have flown the nest and they're, like, they live yeah. across the country or something. Yeah, so exactly. I, I, I don't know if you'll have thought about this, but like these kind of films normally have a sort of, you know, a, a song tied to them. Obviously, I'm not saying that you got to go off and create a song, but like if you stuck could... Stuck in the middle of you. Yeah, no. exactly. I would be stuck... No. If you could like pick a song that's already been made uh, and then say it's for this film. Cherry um... Wood by Black Moon being released this Friday <laughs> <laughs> would be the, 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 um... the film song. That's a bloody good question, you know. If I had to tie a song to this film, what would it be? Ooh, well, because think about it. I'd like the first, like the first, the first film had "Love Me Like You Do." Yeah. Uh, and then the I second lost a lot of respect for Lee Golding else. during that. How do you remember all of this? I'm, I was, I'm a radio presenter. That's a cracking song yeah. as well. To be fair, like it's it a great song. I just lost respect because it's such a shit movie franchise. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Love me like you do. La, la, la. Like anyway. you do. Anyway. Um, ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm having to think about I'm having to really think about this. Should we come back to that? Yes. Right. Any other okay. comments? Uh, what's your budget looking like? <laughs> this would be fairly cheap to make. You need the I was writing. thinking like five men. Would it? Yeah. Would it? I mean, like, like you've got like you've got Dakota Johnson in this. So. I know, but like actor. I haven't seen her in anything since Fifty Shades. Um, Bad Times at the El Royale. She's fantastic in that. Suspiria. Oh she's fantastic yeah. Did in that, that make much money? Did that make much money? No, but uh, there you go good. then. Um, yeah, you wouldn't need that. I'd say like five mil. Wait, no, Dakota Johnson cancelled Ellen single-handedly, so she, she definitely charged that. a lot of money. Yeah, mm. she could. You know what? Ten million. Okay, got just, a lot of respect. She is powerful. She's powerful. Yeah. No, but like legit though, you need like yeah, about five mil. Yeah, I don't think you'd need very much. I was gonna say five to ten mil. I think ten mil just because like if the if the actors well, are big, like I, bear I'm in mind. Just having a look at Jamie Dorn and now just see what he's been in. Bear in mind, you've got Dakota Johnson, Jamie Dorn. Uh, you'd have to you know you'd have to get the totally original like director that. in. You'd have Tony to Collette. get Tony Collette. You'd have to get the, the set designs. You'd have to hire yeah, all the cameras. You'd have to mil. get all this. Yeah, five mil would be fine. Because like, if yeah. you think about it, The Invisible Man was made for seven or eight. Well, yeah, that's a good it? point. So like, yeah, five mil would be absolutely fine. All right, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So how long well, okay, to None this? of these actors have like big catalogs of like really huge movies. So yeah, no. I think five mil is definitely reachable. All right. I should just point out, I have not in- gone into this specificness when oh, making this film. No, don't worry. I just got really into it. As soon as the idea clicked in my head, I was like, holy crap. 
Oh, and no, it no, just, no. Ca- I mean, it's just starting I mean, writing and writing and writing. I, I don't mean story-wise. I mean, I have no idea how much voice actors cost for... Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, no. I think a rough budget yeah. is fine, a rough budget. To oh, no, though, it, no, it's okay. Yours is, it, yours is an animated one, so it'd be more expensive anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This, is, this is not fair. This is blasphemy. Not blasphemy. I, the other one, biased. <laughs> Alex, Alex, don't, don't, don't you worry, you know, because I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. It's okay. Oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks, 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 I appreciate that. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, me and you can have a podcast Ooh. where we, we just won't invite anyone else. Yeah, right. we'll do that. We'll do All that. Right. What, what about, what about for the song, I Hate Myself for Loving You by Joan Jett? Okay, yeah, that that would That's work. That would work. Good. And you could you could yeah. even like oh. s- maybe slow have it slowed down. So it's like I hate myself for loving you. That yeah, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I think you could do that. Yeah, That's fair. They've they've already done Crazy in Love for one of the films, haven't they? I think so. Yeah, I feel like I remember that being a trailer. Yeah, I, yeah. That's, I think that was actually I think that was actually one of the Fifty Shades trailers. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I was talking about. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise, that would be a really good thing. Crazy in love. Yeah. Like, you know. 100%. 100%. Um, um, Jay, okay, yeah, fair James, enough. You, fair you, enough. You, you asked a question earlier, and, I'm, and I missed it. I think David was speaking. What what, what was one of you... Was it like, how long did this take me for me to come up with? Yeah, how, how long did it take to come up with it? I, so I've been thinking about this, I, like an idea for this for a few days. I finally right. it finally clicked at about five o'clock, and it's now ten. So it took me about it took me about four. Like I mean, I wasn't working on it the whole time, but I was thinking of like little details. So I'd say about four hours. Okay. Also, I've um, thought of a different song that you could have used under. Go on. Like a really creepy version of Marilyn Manson's "Tainted Love." Tainted Love. That'd be good. So like oh. sometimes you know, I've got. I feel like I've got to run away. I've got to get away. Yeah, like, taint- I feel like that would work yeah. quite well. Tainted Love would be good, not the Marilyn Manson one, though. Yeah, no, like a, a new <laughs> version of Tainted Love. Yeah. Like a, a creepy Fine. horror-style version of Tainted Love. Any any other questions about my movie, or have I just won the competition? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't have any questions right now. I win by default. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Alex has the moral victory, oh, but no, that's Alex, what matters. Alex wins that's by default anyway, because I know what he's chosen. Anyway, um... <laughs> Okay, if we if we if we wrap it up then, um, out <laughs> yeah okay cool, we're, we're three minutes early, sick. Zander okay, Zander's uh, went off to a flying start. I was gonna say Zander <laughs> did finish early. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? As always, I expected it from them, James, but not from you. Of all people, I didn't expect it from James, and I'm so glad he said that. Because right. I was going to, but then I thought, you know what, I'll have a bit of class. <laughs> um, okay, David, it's your turn. Do you want to tell us your like a couple of your other ideas, then your, okay. your actual franchise? Okay, so at first I was playing around with the idea of um, Ghost Rider 3, but then I thought <laughs> okay. I couldn't really think of anything yeah. uh, for Ghost Rider. And like I said earlier, I was thinking mom and dad, but obviously not a franchise. I also thought I could have, um, because there's a comic of Django from Django Unchained versus Zorro. And I was thinking of, oh, that I think that could be a really fun movie, Mm. like a really fun crossover Western. Yeah. Uh, But obviously not a franchise. No. 
And what my final one that I thought of, once again, not a franchise, was uh, Tenacious D2, Rise of the Phoenix, of based on the album they did. Yeah. Called Rise of the Phoenix, because there were talks of them possibly doing a movie for that, but it never happened, which I'm really sad about because I love the Tenacious D movie. Me too. But Me too. that I feel like that could have been quite a bit of fun to write. Like, the, um, I don't know, like Tenacious D just coming back from, you know, the loss of the pick of destiny and then like rising again kind of thing like in yeah. popularity 100%. but the one that i went with was uh, a, a film series that's very close to my heart just due to childhood because i watched these films so much um it's national treasure free which technically <laughs> is supposedly happening and a national treasure series is supposed to be happening I don't believe it for a second because I read it on We Got This Covered and they tell nothing but bullshit. (laughs) So I'm going to wait until Disney tell me specifically we're making National Treasure free and Nick Cage is starring. Oh, you don't need to do it allegedly. You you could see him there on January 6th. Like he was right there in the Capitol building stealing the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) Stealing the Capitol. Yeah, man. I'm oh. gonna steal the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Right. So go on. National Treasure Free opens with Nicolas Cage in a museum as he is looking for a book of an ancient treasure he never found. The fabled Davy Jones Locket. It is said to have held his soul but was never seen after the disappearance of the Flying Dutchman. I took a lot of inspiration from Pirates of the Caribbean. I can well. tell, I can tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick Cage goes to a lecture shortly after to teach some students about said locket. He was researching because he's that kind of tutor. During this lecture, a student asked, did anybody ever consider it was taken by someone of high importance at the time? Because everybody in this universe is really dumb. Nick Cage stares in bewilderment as he realizes something. He remembered it's the president's book from a previous movie. As he was scanning through it, he remembered seeing a locket in the shape of a heart underneath a sketch of the Lincoln Monument. He knew in that moment what he had to do. He was going to blow up the Lincoln Monument. It wouldn't be easy, though. It would take wits and a cunning team. Unfortunately, he only had his students and his family, so he decided to go for his students. The plan is ma- the plan is made, and overnight, the team get ready. They sneak to the Lincoln Monument in pitch black and stand in front of it. They start to place the explosives and get a safe distance away. Safety first, he'll say. As he is about to flick the button, out of nowhere... Dwayne The Rock Johnson falls from the sky doing a superhero landing. Where the fuck did he come from? (laughs) He walks over to Nick and picks him up, yeeting him all the way to the Lincoln Monument itself. It's born safely still in Nick's hands. Dwayne strides towards him. Before he reaches him, a portal opens up above him. Vin Diesel lands, superhero landing again, and places his hand on Dwayne's shoulder. They look into each other's eyes and mutter, Family. Before they break into song dance. <laughs> Midway through the song, a loud explosion is heard. Off screen, and the Lincoln Monument is in pieces. A glimmer from inside is seen as they run to the clear debris. They run past Dwayne and Vince still dancing, somewhat erotically, as they reach the glimmer. The, dr- the debris is cleared and left. Fuck's sake, I couldn't say that last bit. Somewhat erotically. Uh, the debris is cleared, and all that is left is a door. Nick walks through alone as he sees a bright light. He continues towards it and approaches a completely white room. A figure stands above him. Welcome to heaven, they say. 
Nick looks back and notices an endless abyss. He looks the figure in the eyes and says, I may not have taken a stairway to get here, but I'm sure as shit taking a highway back. This is an R-rated movie. He can say shit. Okay. And jumps up, <laughs> uppercutting him, uppercutting them like in Street Fighter. As they collapse to the floor, he mutters, thank Capcom for that one, and Ooh. runs back. As this, as this opened the exit, on his way out, he grabs a locket hanging down from the side of the exit he plummets through the door smashing into the police sirens wail as some cops come and take him come on you've got a lot to explain they say as he is dragged away he turns to the camera and winks the end or is it nick cage will return in national treasure 4 you i i didn't know that you could write a film better than than (laughs) citizen kane or heartbeat put together (laughs) But you've managed to do it. I can't. I feel like I missed. I feel like I really can't tell if that's good or bad. I feel like I feel like I missed a big chunk there. I've we were talking about him like missing Davy Jones, and then suddenly The Rock appeared. No, no, no. See, see, I like I like to imagine that you know, like in The Mummy, there's random people who just turn up. Yeah. As they're like going through temples and stuff. I like to think that Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Vin Diesel were actually like the forefathers of America coming back to smite down Nicolas Cage as he's trying to steal this. Vin Diesel's going to play Abraham Lincoln. This I didn't, exactly. I didn't exactly. That. You, can, you can see it. You can see Vin Diesel with sideburns. Um, like. How how are you gonna get over the real world fact that Vin Diesel and Dwayne the Rock Johnson hate each other? Is are you gonna I be using matter. are you gonna be using camera trickery? Is it gonna be CGI? Well, in a world of social distancing, they'll be two meters away from each other anyway, so they can just do an Irish jig two meters apart. Oh no, I thought you were actually just getting CGI Dwayne the Rock Johnson from the Mummy the Mummy Returns. That would be good. It would be reusing the assets. <laughs> I wouldn't have to pay as much. Fair point. I'll try exactly. to do that. Exactly, and it would be it would fit in with the copyright. What's that? Treasure. Um, <laughs> what purpose do does the locket have? Oh, the locket has no importance. It has absolutely no importance. It's basically just a like plot device. It's just to get into one to blow up the monument. Because I just wanted to blow up the monument. I don't know and why I, I did. I just wanted to. I also to. couldn't help but notice that when you were talking about the monument, you were calling it Lincoln Monument. So is it actually a monument to Lincoln Park? Or is it a monument to, to Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> like, which one are we doing here? Yes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> James has put it's, his it's camera going, on. It's going to be Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Holding the flag from the Hybrid Fairy album cover. J- James has put his camera on. I feel like he uh, he's ready to say something or make a declaration of sorts. Of independence? A declaration of independence, <laughs> I'd what? say. He's regretting, he, he's regretting his decision to moan about not being invited on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know when he goes to heaven... Yes. Sorry, James, are you about to say something? Are you, are you, are you trying to say something? Because I'm just, I'm genuinely, I have so many questions about this. this I, was just, I, was just, I was just looking really confused for the most part. I just wanted to like, get across how confused I am because like, just silence doesn't cut it. Yeah. So, like, you know, I was just, I was just like, lo- looking really confused. I was like, 
Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. You should have heard Harpley. I can't see this. Yeah. He's squinting into the camera. <laughs> um, yeah, when he goes to heaven. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what What is the purpose of that? So he walks through the Lincoln Monument, but what happened really is he died. So it's a whole thing of that explosion killed Nick and he walks through this so-called door and all the students have run towards him to make sure he's okay. But obviously Mm -hmm. he's not, he's dead. He goes through the door, finds God and decides, fuck you, I'm not dying and goes back through the door and yeah, then he's alive. So is is this what you've just pitched to us there? Is that the entire film or is that like the last act of the film? So it's basically the first act and the last act. I couldn't think of a middle act because I couldn't think of anything that would be interesting to put in there. And I also just really wanted to get Ryan Watt Johnson in there. See, I I think that what your story is missing is Dwayne The Rock Johnson and um, Vin Diesel. Obviously, you need you need more star power, so why not get Jason Statham in there as well? See, I was thinking um, what I was going to do is I was going to turn that entire middle act into just a Fast and Furious movie. It was just going to cut from Nicolas Cage to these guys fighting over some info about the locket. Okay, well, well maybe, you know how in Fast Jesus Five... Jesus turned his camera on again. Okay, you know in Fast Five, right, you know how that ends and they do a heist and they Isn't steal Isn't that safe. the one where they do the heist with the bank? Like yeah, with the safe, vault. and they yeah. steal a vault, and they just like drive along the road with the vault. Yeah. Right. So what I'm now, what I'm kind of picturing with this set middle act being the Fast and Furious, I'm now thinking of them, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Vin Diesel, Nicolas Cage, maybe Jason Statham's there having a fun old time, maybe Idris Elba from the from the Hobbs and Shaw movies there being a superhero. <laughs> but they essentially do a heist and steal the Lincoln Monument. Um, and then they drive with that through the town, like in Fast Five. But it's a shut up and bolt. take my money. Yeah, see, was, see, you know what? Yeah, see? that mate, that's that's good. I'm I'm a fan of that. I'll add that in there. So there's a there's a subplot of a heist to steal the Lincoln Monument when exactly. Nicolas Cage wants to blow up it. Exactly. So so the rest of the film and they use interdimensional portals. Yeah, obviously, because that's the thing that exists in real life. Well, yeah. Oh, obviously. and Doctor Strange he's is there. In realism. And no, he's not. He's grounded the, in realism, James. Come on, James. Uh, Jesus Christ. Christ. Come on, James. Oh, a fucking idiot. Spider-Man 3 is here. Xander's <laughs> mm. <laughs> mum is in Spider-Man 3. Um, <laughs> um, oh, God. <laughs> not this again. Not this again. <laughs> okay, why, why, why National Treasure? Just because I like National Treasure. Not, it's a good movie. Okay. I've, I've wanted more National... When I was a kid, I wanted another National Treasure movie because the first um, one was good. The second one was funny because he steals the president. I mean, I know he kidnaps him, but he steals him. That does steal the president. Yeah. Is Kidnapping is just stealing with extra steps. I, I can't believe how little I've watched the second... Um, it's so um, good. Like I, I think I watched it for the second time in lockdown last year. Like when um, probably about May last year, I watched for the second time. I mean, if it helps, I've not seen either of them all the way through. What on earth is wrong with you? No the worries, Ender. We'll get we'll get Logan on. The <laughs> first one is actually a really good film. The first one's like, a great film. The second the one's just one a lot of fun. Well, funny. It's got Sean Bean in the first one. What yeah, more it's got do Sean you want? Bean. 
if Sean Bean made you want to watch Heartbleat, or make you want to watch this, <laughs> True. it's Nicholas Cage and Sean Bean. Oh, well, there you go. That's a winning duel. That's a two right for there. one. Exactly. So, so I'm guessing this would be fairly high budget. So the but I Google before the budget of uh, National Treasure one and two. Uh, one was a hundred million. Two was a hundred thirty million. I will probably be going for about one hundred twenty mil. Hang on, or sorry, that's or that's much. including and that's price of Dwayne because I don't know whether I want to get CG Dwayne or CG Vin. Because I know Vin has had a CG version of it, but I think it's from Wheelman the game, so I might use that because I think that'll be cheaper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did say I'm just gonna make a shit movie. Yeah, you did do that. You did. D- David won the um, last one, so he doesn't even need to try this time. He's like, you know what? I've got a dub under my belt. I'll just last I'll time I actually made out. a genuinely good movie because I'm doing it for my unicorn. Wait, this time I didn't care. Hold up, you did another one of these? <laughs> we did. We did a pitch episode where we just pitched a new movie. We we pitched. So we Xander, pitched, um, we pitched horror films. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. So okay. what what did you pitch, Xander? I pitched the Western. Um, oh yeah, where they, where they didn't know whether anyone, everyone was an alien or not, and then at the end, it turns out that they were just hiding a surprise birthday party. Yeah, and, uh, it um, really, it really fell apart quite quickly. Yeah, uh, and like we got the absolute masterpiece that is, you know, Heartbleat. Heartbleat. Oh yeah, I'm, I made it. And I then a, a good movie. Yorkshire. Yeah, Yorkshire Sheep Shaggers. <laughs> And Sean Bean's there. Um, I should just point out, David, that the 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 most recent Fast and Furious film that was made was had a budget of two hundred and fifty million dollars. So you might want to take that into account. Yeah, your, yeah, but I'm going to be using I'm using like discount CGI versions of these characters. But CGI is probably more expensive. C- yeah, CGI entirely. is definitely more expensive. I'm stealing no, assets. No, Marvel proved that CGI is cheaper than filming things. I mean. Think about how much CGI shit they did for um, Avengers Endgame rather than... What, what Didn't they CGI like a some fruit in rather than actually having a character eat fruit? Oh. Hang on, Cleo's just barking. Give me a sec, guys. <laughs> Cleo! The condensation! <laughs> Bloody galah! <laughs> Heaven a Betsy! Stay out of the water! Have you not seen H2O? Just add water. The mermaid. No, show. Is that the mermaid show. Yeah. Yeah, what? No, I, I, I think I watched it as a Never kid. Never watched it. Never oh, watched it. Express is coming into Cold War. <laughs> and a brief gaming interlude. <laughs> yeah, the, there's a break. There's a breaking conversation. Dave's like, okay, games, games, games. Games, oh, games. games. Oh, no, I literally, I, I just, like I saw it on Instagram. <laughs> it's like Tourette's. I just saw Game Bible post it. I was like, oh, cool. I actually like that map. I'm yeah, not going to play the game, but I like that map. I like that map. Um, I am amazed that this film hasn't already been made, if I'm being completely honest. Like, <laughs> it's exact it's, um, plot as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I wouldn't change anything about it. It's perfect. A modern day masterpiece. Yeah. Sorry well, about that. She's okay. It's better than the Monster Hunter movie. It's all right, um, Alex. And it's remember, probably better than the Justice League movie. Do you remember your point, Alex, that you were asking? 
What? When James left. No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I think I, I think I said it anyway. Because it didn't oh, require right, James fair. to be here. All oh, right. Wow. Okay. Rude. Yeah, yeah. Fair Just enough. like the podcast. Whoa, whoa, wow. whoa, 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 whoa. You know, you know, you know what? Just for that, David, you failed. <laughs> I failed anyway. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> You're trapped. Um, any? Does anyone else have any more comments for David's movie? Um, I don't know. I so is this? So what's the runtime of this looking like? Okay, so every oh. Mission Impossible movie, oh, Mission Impossible. What the fuck? Mission every Impossible. National Treasure movie. You dip it into a lot of franchises. <laughs> and Tom Cruise just appears. He's got a cameo. <laughs> he, he like jumps over a wall and says Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. And that's his entire cameo. <laughs> but um, so like every film in the National Treasure series has been like two hours long. But I'm thinking for this one, ninety minutes because like there's just a lot of moving parts, and I think it's a lot more fun if it's so hectic. Really, I, I don't I want it. I don't want it to slow down. Hour long epic. I was really worried <laughs> you were going to say three and a half hours. Like, like. <laughs> If this is I'll just do it just on with the wind, I'm not going to be happy. You know <laughs> what, though? Like, I think this would do well with a four-hour Snyder cut. Like, the French cut. Yeah, no, I agree. If you manage to show all the ins and outs of Dwayne The Rock Johnson figuring out portals travel in the real I world... I thought you meant the, all the ins and outs of just Dwayne The Rock Johnson, then. I, I thought mean, you meant... I thought you it did. It, clearly shows mm. where your three brains are at. <laughs> Yo, I, just I, want, I, just I wanna, certainly want to know his ins and outs. I just want to be his pebble. <sighs> no, that's his child. Ah, uh, then yeah, I want to be his pebble. So you want to be his kid? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That's a weird kink you got there, mate. Freud <laughs> would be happy. Um, yeah, I've got. So we know what kind of porn Xander watches. So oh would my the, god! So would the studio green yellow light? card for David? <laughs> Another yellow when you get sin binned. And that's why you're not allowed on the next pitch podcast. Yay! Hey, we'll, yeah, we'll I wasn't to, allowed on we'll at all. Have, we'll have to bring James, James in next time. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll have to oh, actually that... tell James about yeah. it. <laughs> because that would be such a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> James, let's face it. You can't be National Treasure for your heart. You, 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 you know, like because Xander's always going on about, you know, just... Like you know, a little bit off topic, but you know, Xander's always going on about how he's terrified <laughs> of calling me or Alex, you know, to do <laughs> a podcast. But apparently not, you know. James, apparently James, he's James, terrified James, of calling me. James, we will discuss you being butthurt about being on the podcast after the podcast <laughs> is finished recording. Please mm. can we just get on with it? Mm. Uh, with all due respect. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I genuinely can't tell if he's annoyed or not. And me neither. <laughs> me neither. That's what scares me. That's what scares me. That's the, that's the beauty of it, okay? Um, there you go, so. So, well, don't worry about him being annoyed and waking up your mind whether he's annoyed. <laughs> Figure out whether I'm annoyed. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. thank you, David, for your contribution, I guess. Um, Alex. <laughs> I, got, I got a bloody participation trophy. It's for time for, It's time to go back to someone else who tried. Um, oh, Alex, yeah. do you want to run through us a couple of your the franchise you thought of and then go for your pick? You know, a lot of them have actually already been said. Like I said, the ones that you had, Xander, that I had um, were... I can't actually remember them. 
um, Dark Knight 4, I remember you saying, yeah. um, a couple of others. But David, you had possibly Ghost Rider 3. I almost did that because uh, I thought that would be quite fun because yeah. Nick Cage, I know, gets a laugh on this podcast every now and then. He does. He um, does. I also He's had... He's our main had, topic. Yeah, basically. You should change the name to Film Me In Podcast featuring... No. I've lost the joke. It, anyway. Including the occasional feature of Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, Nick me in. Nick, I don't know. Oh we'll figure something out. We'll go back to the drawing board. Cage me in. I had Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 3 as a possibility. Oh, you um, love those films. I I think that Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2 is a piece of post... Is a, Postmodern masterpiece of comedy, <laughs> um, and I I'm saying that completely unironically. I've watched that film far too many times, and I've been sent insane by watching it. It's like <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. I was um, just about to say you just hollowed hostage by this film. Yeah, but and and M. It was a favorite film um, for many. I've never watched many, it many months. You should. It's great. It's like Jurassic Park, but with food. Um, <laughs> well, the second one is anyway. The first one. Yeah, I was gonna say I've seen the first one. I've just not watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, How to Train Your Dragon 4 was also a possibility. I was thinking of bringing back the villain from How to Train Your Dragon 2, who doesn't actually die. No. Um, it's almost what they did for the third one, but decided to have it with someone else who was much more menacing, which yeah. was a good choice. Um, but I decided not to ruin such a perfect trilogy. Um, so I decided to make the third film of the franchise because they're always the worst. Um, and do Incredibles 3. Woo! Big, big shout. Wow. And, and, okay, Alex, okay. and, and Alex has just won, by the way. That's, that James yeah, has just yeah, yeah. in that moment decided, yeah, Alex yeah. is going to win this. Right, okay. Yeah, that, that, he that decided was like, that like a when switch. he came on. Yeah. Mm. Like, <laughs> but yeah, Alex was, all, he was already winning because, you know, oh. he wasn't part of this. <laughs> <laughs> right, so. I'll... I'll provide some some background for, for the it. film before before I before I explain the plot. So it's ten years since the last film. Cool. Right? Good. Stuff. There's been some there's been some growth, right? In I, I looked at the ages of the characters. Violet is just a teenager. It doesn't say how old she is. For the sake of this, she is now twenty five. So she was fifteen in the last film. Cracking. Um, Dash is twenty two. Yeah. I think he's twelve in the first film. Um. Uh, Jack Jack is obviously 10 because he's a baby in the first film. Yeah. Um, Helen is 48 and Bob is 50. Right. Cool. Um, uh, Bob, as we saw in the first film, ha has a pretty bad back after 15 years of no exercise. Um, and since trying to go back to crime fighting, he figured out his glory days were over. So he's become more of an informant um, not informant, advisor slash ambassador for superheroes for the new way that um, crime fighting is being done in Metro City, um, which is now by having specific superheroes posted at each precinct. So like the police, each superhero is responsible for a certain bit of the city. Cool. Um, the other thing is Helen, because of her elastability, um, she can like, she's still in her prime, basically. Her muscles aren't fatiguing as much. And due to the stretchiness of her body, she's still able to go out and fight, fight crime quite a bit. So her, along with Dash and Violet, 
have made kind of like an Avengers style thing where it's not really like Avengers, but it's it's this they have all of these different precinct superheroes, like I said, and then they are all on like their own board, like the police would be on their own board, such such and such. Um, but because of this, there's quite a lot of tension between the two factors. Um, in the past 10 years, it's been a struggle to get the balance between policing and superheroes correct. Um, so the type of thing that Bob is um, always having arguments with in the, government, in the council is um, new threats of supervillains. And most recently, there's been some superheroes that started to go missing. Um, and so now, start of the film, um, Violet is in pursuit of a criminal. She's okay. chasing a jewel thief. Um, the a classic opening fight scene goes on, um, all nice and exciting. Um, she manages to apprehend the villain and she takes it to her precinct. Um, and when she's in there, because obviously these people are like superheroes and people like superheroes, they're kind of seen as um, celebrities. So um, once she gets into the police station, um, she starts like shaking hands with people and like greeting people. Um, obviously, she can't take pictures because it's set in the 70s and there's not mobile phones. But if it was modern day, that'd be what was going on. Right. Okay, um, cool, cool. But then she like she's she's leaving the building. She, everything's like sorted. As she leaves, the precinct explodes. Right. Okay. Shit. Title. Incredibles three. The tagline for this film is, there are heroes on both sides of the law, right? Um, okay. Okay. So a few days after the explosion, there has still been no evidence found. Um, and Bob is working with the council to ensure that all superhero business is being like conveyed correctly. Um, and he, he's like, he's annoyed that they can't find any evidence about who's blown up this precinct. Because obviously, why wouldn't you be? Um, so Dash, Violet, and Helen all set out and they decide that the best um, thing to do is to go and do surveillance on the people who were in the precinct that day. Violet got a pretty good look at them, so she was able to um, do, um, like, uh, basically figure out where they lived. I don't know. We'll, we'll plot hole. We'll figure it out. Um, and then... the it ends up with them all going off to do the surveillance. It's meant to be Dash and Violet go to together and their mum goes off on their, on their own, but there's a big argument between Dash and the other two, um, thinking that they're not giving him enough control because, or enough responsibility because um, he's younger and he's quicker and he's, just, he's not taking things as seriously. He's kind of like the human torch in Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um, and so they have this argument and if he dashes like, no, don't come with me. I'm going on my own. So he goes on his own. Um, and he is in this guy's apartment. He decides to, rather than to do surveillance, to go in and just like question him. Right. Cause he's, he's, he's angry. He's hyped up. He's, he's, he's brash. He's not doing things how you're supposed to do it. Right. And anyway, so he, he, he gets this guy who's in this apartment. Like pins it up against the pins him up against the wall and he's grabbing him by the arms and he starts being like he starts questioning him and all of a sudden 
the guy that he's got held runs away at the same speed that Dash can run. Oh. Right. Okay. So Dash is like, what? What's going on here? So he so we have a speedster chase, right? Um and so Dash pursues and he doesn't tell his mum and Violet what is happening. Um he continues to chase him and eventually the villains knocks Dash out, manages to overpower him and um which because he's a is shown in this fight to be an exceptionally good fighter, the guy that um, Dash has come across. And he knocks Dash out and he takes Dash with him, kidnaps him. Um, That night, while Helen and Violet are waiting to hear from Dash, another precinct is attacked. But this time, there are reports of a speedster being the attacker. Oh, shit. That That... coupled with the disappearance of Dash earlier that night, make him the prime suspect. Obviously, everyone doesn't want to just turn on this hero straight away. So they're like, right, okay, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But it happens again. And they're like, well, we can't ignore this. We're going to have to make him the prime suspect. He's a fugitive. Until he's in custody, he is wanted. And um, so obviously, his mum and dad are both outraged by this. The police would do this to their son. So they set out to find Dash first and try and clear his name before anyone else finds him. They go to where Dash was last known to be, which is the, the, um, this guy's apartment. And they, while they're in there looking around, they discover a secret room and discover in the secret room plans to attack a big police ceremony in which the police commissioner is going to be there. There's lots of posters about anarchy and division and he, it's clear that he wants to divide the supers from the cops again so that more crime can happen, basically. And that they'll be too busy fighting each other to care about anarchy. So he plans to do it by making it look like the superhero, a superhero, specifically Dash, attacked and killed the chief of police. We're going for a much darker tone in Incredibles 3. Um, <laughs> they, dis- really? they discovered this. No, I- right. They discover this. So they don't discover the entire plan in this room, obviously. But when they're in this room, um, they the guy gets the drop on them, the criminal. The criminal reveals himself as an anarchist called Disarray. Go stream the Flat Moon song, Disarray. I was just about to say that. <laughs> um, God damn it. Uh, now streaming on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> um, they discover, and he tells them all about his plan to turn the police against the, the superheroes. Um, and so they're, they're more, they're fighting each other, not caring about anarchy. And um, so obviously they're like, well, you're just a man being an anarchist, so we're just going to fight you. But then in the fight, what does this guy do, as he's been shown to do before? Takes their powers. He, oh. he absorbs the powers from Elastigirl. And they're like, what? You can stretch? And that's when they realize, that's when they realize Dash has been framed by this guy. This guy can steal people's powers. So he, he steals Violet's invisibility and goes around the room, knocks everyone out using Bob's super strength. However, when he gets Bob's super strength, what happens? His joints I'm, go on. Oh. And he's like, he's like, what's going on? Why? Why, 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 what's this happening? And Bob sees this. And in, because he's too weak to take out Bob, he, Bob, well, Bob like, basically manages to get away. 
and he's he's on his own. So so Helen and Violet have also been taken captive at this point, and Bob's like, what do I do? So he goes back to his house. You may have been noticing that there's a certain member of the family that hasn't been spoken about much. Yeah. And Jack-Jack, right? <laughs> Jack-Jack is being babysat by Frozone. Of, of all people, of course, we've got to get Frozone in it. <laughs> but when, and as soon as Bob arrives home, who else arrives home? All of the feds. The feds are there too, because in Bob's office at the council building, he had these plans planted by this man. So they were like, and he's like, I'm now a fugitive. So he runs away with Jack-Jack and Frozone, and they must come up with a plan together. When thinking about the events of the previous nights, Bob realizes that when the guy absorbed the powers, he got weak because he absorbed the weaknesses too. And Bob had to stop fighting because he had a bad, he had bad bones. He was out of shape. So when he absorbed Bob's super strength, Bob's super strength and super weakness went to him. So he was like, ah, no, what am I going to do? So he's like, right, what's a weakness we can, we can harness here? So he thinks he's going to have Elastigirl's powers. So they're going to try and get him to coax out the Elastigirl powers, at which point Frozen will come down and freeze him in place, making his arms very brittle and able to basically not go back into place. Um, so Bob decides he can't go toe-to-toe with them, with this guy. So who's going to have to fight him? Jack-Jack. What powers does Jack-Jack have? All the powers. What does this guy have? The power to steal the powers. So yeah, basically, there is going to be an absolutely sick battle at the end between Frozone, Jack-Jack, and Disarray, who's going to have all of Jack-Jack powers. And it's going to be absolutely insane. And it's just going to all just go off. And then, and then, and then, yeah... Basic, basically, they all manage. Bob manages to free the family, clear the name. He's there at this poli- big police commission thing, trying to kill the commissioner. But Jack Jack's obviously there, turning into like a little gremlin, fire monster, metal man, everything under the sun, like making a million copies of himself. But then there's also a million copies of Disarray, so it's like an actual <laughs> like Avengers style big city battle. And then, yeah, it just all ends in in yeah. In goodness, like I said, the ending was a little rushed. Um, but yeah, that's basically where it ends up. Well, I was gonna okay. say, like, Jack Jack is a fairly unknown in the Incredibles world, you know, it's the outside world. Um, so with him being 10, you know, he's still not really going to be that well known if, if like, you know, superheroes are made legal now. So, no, some exactly. something another road that you could have gone down. Um, is that, you know, this guy absorbs Jack-Jack's power, but, you know, he doesn't know who Jack-Jack is, he doesn't know what powers he's got, doesn't know what he's going to get. Then obviously he gets all the powers, but that's very overwhelming to just a regular guy that, you know, you know, he's just absorbing powers, you know, it's going to be a surprise yeah. for him, he's going to throw him off. That's incredible. So that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's another really, really, really good idea. Um, I, I think something that could um, raise it up a bit more is if you have a character in the police department that the family knows. So they like they're friends. Mm. So there's someone on the other side that you can see like okay, we we like you need to like try and help us here and they're, they're like listen, there there's a, it's a it's a war here. Like it's it's us versus you. 
yeah, man. thing. And well, I know, I, I know exactly what you meant though. Like when you said it's yeah. like a civil war. I I decided to to write it about two hours before starting the podcast. So if I'd come up with the idea sooner, I probably yeah. would have thought about this yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. Like even when I was reading it out then. I was like, oh, I'd change that. Oh, I'd change that. I'd change yeah. that. Yeah. Um, well, the, I'm, I'm not going to bother asking you about, about budget because that it would be astronomical. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, um, but yeah, that's that's actually crazily good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I have a like a couple of things I want to say, like primarily about the villain. Uh, this is going to make me sound like a wee boy. Remind me of like three specific anime characters. Oh, boo. Uh, <laughs> primarily all for one from my hero academia who has uh, the ability to literally steal any power from any single superhero which yeah. is always yeah. a really interesting villain i can 100 percent attest to that but at the same time in the seven deadly sins on netflix they have uh, one of the characters being a good guy so it could also be if you wanted to go down the route of he is turned to good and then in like the Incredibles four, he is you know one of the main characters. That could also be a very interesting thing. Mm. The only other thing you remind me of as well is like a much more advanced Taskmaster from the Marvel universe. Yeah. Well, yeah, basically that he was... learns. Yeah, he I'm learns guessing that was the inspiration. Hmm. That and Kirby. <laughs> Kirby. That's what I was thinking of when I first heard it. I was like, "Who absorbs people and have powers?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All I can yeah, think, yeah. and now all I can think of is Kirby as Minecraft Steve. The the wow. thing is, right? Um, I almost had like halfway through it, halfway through like writing this out. I was like, "Ooh, it would be great if I took it in that direction," or "Ooh, it'd be great if I took it in that direction." But then I would have had to go and rewrite the stuff that I'd already written yeah. because I was running yeah. out of time. Um, I didn't want to do that. But one of yeah. the things that I'd thought about doing was instead of having Dash be framed, was by having this guy um, either. It was it was going to involve Jack Jack Moore. Um, so there was one idea, which was the guy, his end goal was to get Jack-Jack so he could have all of the powers. Yeah. And then he could be like the, the strongest soup. And then the only person who would be able to fight him was a 10-year-old, making him way more powerful than the 10-year-old because obviously he is more powerful um, because he's older and he's, he'll be able to like figure it out more. But then I was like, nah, that's dumb. So the other the other idea I had was this was where there was more aspects of civil war coming in, and it was um, Jack Jack is a big threat to the U.S. government, and they're like you are like we understand all of these superheroes have like one superpower, but you have a, a child that has so many superpowers. <laughs> this is this is dangerous. Like, what if someone with a with a power stealing ability got a hold of your child? Um, so they basically wink, want wink, nudge, to. Nudge. <laughs> so they basically want to, um, like, have Jack Jack for themselves and use him as a weapon. Um, so then there was going to be a big thing about the government versus super superpowers. But then I was like, nah, that's literally just X Men. Um, yeah. But soup, but. The Incredibles is inspired by X-Men. Like the first one is yeah. very X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, that's what I wanted to say. Bob's character in this would be like Beast in X3. 
Yeah. Oh. Okay. When I was when I was writing it, I was like the only thing I was thinking of was Beast in X3. I was like that is exactly the type of like superhero being a business guy. Yeah. Um yeah. type of video that I'd want. You see, it also uh, kind of gave me a boy's vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The boys, well, because I wanted the, I wanted like corruption, like corrupt. Yeah. I, I wanted to hone in on the capitalization of superheroes, which is what I was hinting at with the violet in the yeah. police precinct thing. Yeah. You see, when when you started the pitch, I thought you were um you were going to go down the route of something happens to the family, and obviously Bob is out of the pitch. You know, he's he's out of the action. So I thought you were gonna, it was going to be like one of those like you know kind of Logan stories where it's like you know he has to um, you know put back on the suit and you know like despite everything that's wrong with him he's got to you know he's yeah. got he's got to well, fight for them he's got to go down kind, that route. That is kind of the vibe that I wanted for at the end. Yeah. I reckon if I had more time before the podcast had started, yeah. I would have <laughs> I would have written I would have because I don't like how it ends. Basically, it's just very quick. Um, yeah. I'd, instead of having Bob go and get his family, I would have wanted Bob to be in this big fight and possibly die. Wow. I could see that. Honestly, I could, that. I could, I could definitely see that happening. And I'm, because... I'm just going to say now, I'm pretty sure you've won because you've made a genuinely good yeah. sequel to yeah. an already incredible franchise mm-hmm. um, that I, I can 100% see happening. Yeah. As well, like I can so, 100% see this being the sequel. Should I, should I sell this to Disney? 100%. You know, yeah, do it. Yeah, genuinely. I, I, guess, I guess you never really needed me, did you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we're all in agreement. Yeah. Nah, James, didn't think you, you, he'd, he'd bring out this banger after Hartley. He said he, he said he, he didn't work that hard on this one. He said he didn't work that hard on this one. <laughs> I, li- I literally came up with the idea at quarter past seven. <laughs> like that that's really really good uh yeah i think i i i say alex wins i don't have um, any questions I, about it like that I, was really good I, well. so so with with disarray you said like he steals powers when he when he take when he gets a power does that the other person keep their power yeah right okay. so there were so there was a couple of things that i had thought about there so either he was gonna steal their power and they would keep their power but it would be a slightly weaker version of their power. So say when the reason... So instead, of I was having it that way when Dash wasn't going to get kidnapped there, but yeah. because I wanted Dash to get kidnapped there, so I wanted them to have a fight instead. But if if he was just going to get away in that moment, um, I was going to have it so that he would be quicker than Dash. But Dash would have been like... Dash is a bit like A-Train in the... Um, yeah. He, yeah, he's, yeah all about how quick he, he's all about how quick he can go. So when he can't catch up to this guy, he starts like really questioning himself and like beating himself up. Yeah. And maybe I wanted to go down that route. Um, and because he thinks that maybe he's past his prime and his dad is also past his prime, there would have been a nice parallel there. Uh, but then yeah. was also like, nah, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I want to frame Dash. Fair enough. No, I think yeah, I think you smashed I think it, you percent that quite well. Yeah, you, you've sma- you've absolutely smashed this. And mm. again, somehow. Dickhead. Um, <laughs> I thought I, I had this. I, I thought I had this in the bag. You set me up for failure, you <laughs> sick fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, how much time do we have left? As much time. Oh, as on the timer. Time. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean like just in general for the po- rest of the podcast. However long we fucking want. Okay. Okay. Cool. So at the beginning of this podcast, you asked me to come up with a pitch. Oh. Oh God. Um, 
to, you know, see if I could, you know, be part of this. Uh, so I, you know, given that we've been recording for how long? About an hour? Uh, an hour and 20. Yeah, I decided because, you know, I found out about this an hour and 20 minutes ago. That's <laughs> um, about the same amount of time that I have. Yeah, Alex, but although you, were, like, you, you the way, knew want, this was happening. I was going to say, I want to let everyone know, I don't tell people an hour before the podcast starts that it's... Yeah, that no, we're doing Alex, you had I don't do all that. week. Yeah, dude. just, okay, I just want everyone oh, yeah, to know. No, no, no. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that I was not given enough time. I'm literally saying I'm terrible at everything. Yeah, to that, uh, I didn't start mine until so, tonight. David didn't start his till today. It's, yeah. So, um... Very, I'm going to come up with a very, very quick pitch, and like you know, I I've pulled a lot from source material here. Uh, I am making a sequel to Justice League, the, oh, you know, the, 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 the bad one. I'm making that good. That was a good one. No, no, I'm making that good. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. So, so Justice League 2016 that happened. Okay, this is the sequel, the better sequel. So, and just just to clarify, it's not to do with. It's not got. It's no affiliation to the Snyder Cut, is it? No, no. Okay. I like. I don't. I don't so know if they're going, going, going off the 2016 cut. So, so yeah, I think 2017. Yeah. Like, care. I think I don't. I don't know if they're going to pull some elements from the source material I've picked because I've picked a few bits. But <laughs> anyway, so essentially, what I you know, the Justice League 2016, they win and it's all you know that weird ending and whatnot. Look up to the sky. Boom, he blasts off. But a year later, the mother boxes, you know, start to, you know, re-emerge and, you know, everything's going bad again. And then and suddenly, from, you know, the great heavens above, dark side's there. And we're all like, oh, God, oh, this is bad. Get the Justice League. But so we get the Justice League. See, you see, I didn't have any time to figure this out. Just like I pitched mine, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> so, anyway, Darkseid is essentially the Thanos of um, DC. Um, he His entire goal is to, you know, wipe out all of the universe that doesn't worship him as a god, essentially. That is his, that's his goal. And we're stubborn. You know the human race is very stubborn, so we're not gonna um, we're not gonna you know take that. So, by the way, in this, like the first film, Superman is missing, but this time we don't know why because we don't know because he's he's not dead, he's just missing. Um, so they're like, okay, this guy, this guy, this god, okay, he's come down and he's you know saying worship us, okay, and Justice League assembles together and they're all like, okay, we've got to uh, we've got to deal with this guy. So they just, you know, they try and kill him. They just straight up, it's a huge battle, loads of colors, you know. <laughs> shing, shing, just, just punch, bam, pow, all that stuff, you know. We, we even put in the visual, you know, sound effects. Why not? We'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, bear, boo, <laughs> all that. Okay, so. This is this is huge battle, but you know it's dark side. He's a god, you know. He just mows them down, okay. You know, Wonder Woman. She, you know, she's first to go. Aquaman, okay. Right after that, Flash. He's knocked out, and then Batman. He just looks at him, and then Dark Side just one shots him, and he's that's that he's down for the count. He then tells the human race. No, 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 no hear me out, hear me out. He then hit, t tells the human race. 
that the, the earth is now his and to prove it he brings superman back from space who has really been on a reconnaissance mission because he's been hearing some weird things going on in the galaxy because he's got superhuman hearing so he comes back down with kryptonite engraved in his chest because he's been in a fight with Darkseid off screen that we see glimpses off in a bit of a flashback. Darkseid's just, you know, he gives him the one-two, he goes down and just Darkseid, you know, puts Kryptonite inside him. So he's permanently depowered. So it's, you know, it's, it's really bad. You know, the human race is like, oh God, this is bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's that bad, huh? Yeah, it's real bad. Real bad. So, okay. Just to prove, you know, that Darkseid is not messing around, he sends the Flash and Superman to the cosmic treadmill, which is, you know, something that happens in DC <laughs> for some reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, he sends them both there because they're like, you know, they're as quick as each other and they've got to essentially power all of, you know, Darkseid's world. So it's like, you know, 100% clean living or whatever it is. He doesn't kill Batman because Batman's not got superpowers. So he's like, hey, you know, um, because you stood up to me, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to kill the Bat family, and then I'm going to have you live with that. So, you know, that's really bad. So we're killing Alfred. We're killing Batgirl. We're killing Damian Wayne, his son. We're killing Dick Grayson. We're killing Tim Drake. We're killing everyone associated with Batman, you know, because Batman, a human being, stood up to Darkseid. Aquaman, he's killed. The Prince of Atlanta, he's, he's gone. Wonder Woman, dead. She's out of the picture. It's not looking good. And just to Jesus mock Christ. Superman, just to just mock Superman, Lois Lane, dead. Okay? And that is what causes Martha. Superman to break. <laughs> so. <laughs> Martha's dead, so there's no say this name, okay? There's no bullshit get out of jail free card thing going on this time, okay? It's serious. What if this is Martha? really bad, okay? <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 but seriously, what if Darkseid said Martha? And I would not be telling... I, I, I wouldn't be pitching this to you, would I? Why did you say that name? <laughs> okay, Why did so, you say that name? So, <laughs> Bruce Wayne, you know, he's, he's you know, a genius and whatnot, so he's like, okay, we've got, we've got to... I've got to figure something out. I've got to get... So, he starts gathering everything he possibly can, and he's been working... Because, you know, the Flash, he can jump in between dimensions and whatnot. He's been working at Wayne Tech with, you know a way of jumping between worlds so he opens up a portal to another earth and then he goes into that earth and he gets the justice league from that earth tells him hey this guy okay he's going to come and destroy everything that you ever know they're like okay maybe we should do something about this this is where the injustice storyline comes in you know some of the superheroes are a bit bad some of them are some of them are good he has to get the bad superman to come in and help kill this guy. So, <clears throat> like before, there's a huge battle, okay? Bad Superman, he's broken out of prison, whatnot, that's all going down. There's a huge battle at the end. Superman, good Superman, he is, you know, he's locked up in chains and whatnot. He's, you know, looking real depressed. A little bit like King Kong in that 2005 film, you know, he's been taken out of the jungle and he's looking at all the people, you know, so that kind of face that he's looking at, ugh. <laughs> this is real depressing. Real so, depressing. Yeah. anyway, I digress. Wait, <laughs> is this film going to be as long as 2005 King Kong? No. Is that long? <laughs> Thank Christ. No, it's not. That's long. That's a long movie. So, 
Anyway. <laughs> Is it going to be as long as the Snyder Cut? Uh, no, probably That's not. Four hours, think. so no. Yeah. Okay, so... Like before, okay, Darkseid's having a fight. He doesn't give it his all because, you know, it's Batman. You know, he just, again, mows down this Superman. It's just Batman. He just wants to mock Batman for standing up to him because he thinks he thinks that it is stupid and the worst possible idea that you possibly could. But he, you know, beats Batman within an inch of his life. You know, that he's on the floor, he's bloodied, he's all, he's, he's gonna, he, he will eventually die if he doesn't get out of there soon. And uh, he's like, okay, here's the thing, you should stop this now, because I know all of your nuclear bombs that are in, uh, that you planted on the planet, and, ba- and Darkseid's like, oh, you know, oh, I don't believe you, and then Batman just lists off all of the codes to launch the nukes, and he's like, do you believe me now? <laughs> like, you kill me. And I launch the bombs and kill everything. And uh, at this point, Darkseid's like, okay, maybe we should start taking this guy a little bit seriously. So he lets him go. Finally, he regroups with this Justice League. He he just decides that, you know, we've got... It's the only way way to properly defeat this guy is if everyone everyone groups together so that's the justice league that we saw in 2016 you know in an alternate universe we get green arrow we get everyone from the tv shows we get everyone it's like it's like end game okay it's like the portal scene everyone comes through <laughs> everyone starts fighting dark side okay and, calendar you know, man it's, comes it's it's yeah even calendar man why not the joker who cares everyone is against dark side so, you know, it's this huge battle, and they eventually do it. They eventually kill him, but at what cost? The entire, every 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 non-superhuman being on the planet is dead, okay? Batman, in his last final moments, you know, gives the killing blow at Darkseid's mothership, and, you know, it blows up with Batman on it, Superman's on it, every, just, everyone there. And the Earth is just a battery at this point for Darkseid's major planet. So, there's only one thing for it. I told you at the beginning of the film uh, that, uh, you know, the real Flash is at the Cosmic Treadmill. What else can the Cosmic Treadmill do? It can create a Flashpoint. It can create a Flashpoint. So, Flashpoint paradox. We undo everything that this movie has done, and everyone lives. See... Isn't that what they're genuinely going to do with the Flash film? Yeah, that is what they're going to do with the Flash film. So it's basically just padding until the Flash film. Pretty much. But, but <laughs> I, have, I have one, I have one well, query. Hang on, hang on. But, but first one. of all, let's face it. Let's face it, okay? The Flash film isn't going to happen. Let's face it. Hey, apparently no. they're filming it in April. Hey, hey. It <laughs> no, they are. Do we believe that? <laughs> Okay, It'll be right. released the same summer as Gambit. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I have one question, and surprisingly, it's my only question. Okay, how do you only have one question from that? <laughs> Why did Darkseid let Batman go? Because you know that's because Batman has got all the codes, and like you know, Batman has rigged a mechanism that if his heart stops beating. All these bombs go off and destroy yeah, man, but, but, everything. But, but Batman doesn't need to be like dead. He just needs to be kidnapped. Yeah, man. 
Right, it's not Dark like Dragon can kill himself. Yeah, but like, Dark Side kills, so he won't kill himself. Yeah, but Dark Side's a bad guy, so you know, villains are dumb. And we've got to do something to move the plot forward. Um, yeah, exactly. That you man know, has plot armor you confirmed. Know, you know what? For for writing that in an hour, you've done all right, mate. Yeah, that, that, thank you. I thank can't you. tell you whether it's better than the 2016 or 2017 or fucking whenever. I Justice can't because I didn't watch it. It, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you if it's better, so I'm going to go off of these guys. But given what I know, one, I think um, the whole Batman thing when he, you're talking about like basically sending Batman insane, isn't that the story of um, Batman who laughs? Like the Joker sends him insane by killing the Bat family and also. Killing a bunch of kids in front of him and reliving mm. Batman's uh, like uh, origin. I mean, James a, a, did say a little bit like that. There was a lot yeah. of there was a lot of comic book yeah. source material in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, like, I, I was <clears> thinking that is that the source material that you got that from? Because yeah, yeah. one, I know that's from Scott Snyder. Which is that Zack Snyder's brother? I, I so. don't know. I'm mean, sure. Quickly, enough. Google. Um. Oh but, yeah. Um. Like, I, also, I also I also want to throw in a, like a line that like a very famous Superman line from like you know one of the comics uh, about this um, is that you know it's like why it's like why like why is Batman trying and Superman's just, like why didn't I kill that guy why didn't I kill that guy and, like Superman's <laughs> just like you know they're having a conversation about Batman and he's just like um, a hu a human can't kill me and he's like you'd really be surprised he's the most dangerous man on the planet. I, um, yes, I agree. I also think it would be really interesting if you if you had this injustice Superman, right, and then you killed him. Oh um, yeah, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I don't, <laughs> but, but I mean, you kill him, but Batman kills him, and Batman kills him, and then I've, I've, the rest of the Justice League are like, "Why did? You, how did you kill him?" And he's like, "Well, actually, I've got kill fail saves for all of you." Because Batman does. Batman does. Um, that's a good point. He does. I, um, to be honest, I was I, I I didn't I didn't think about that just then. I was just gonna go because I'm Batman. <laughs> there, there's, there's a there's a comic book where the Justice League get um they get like kidnapped by these these aliens and the the they leave Batman and Batman comes in at, towards the end and like takes out all of the aliens and saves all of them. Some, yeah, that's that's like that's that. one and of the things. Like, um, that's ba Batman yeah. is like the number one superhero. Also, it's I can't remember it exactly, but it's something like that. Or like the main, th it might have been that the Justice League have been taken over by aliens, except for Batman. And actually, believe it or not, that and, is like, take takes them out because he's got like you said, like fail safes on all of them. Believe it or not, that is exactly the thing that I pulled a lot of this from. There you go. That is that's the storyline that I pulled a lot of this from. Like in that storyline, it's aliens that have taken over the Justice League, and you know they've absorbed all their powers and whatnot. But like you know, Alex is taking powers going they've also got it. yeah, they've also got their weaknesses as well. Oh, there you go. Yeah, mm. there you go. Same thing. So, <laughs> really, because I was made Just the judge, I think. Now. Really, because I was made the judge at the beginning of this, and you weren't expecting me to come up with a pitch. I say that I win. <laughs> you, you've you've already called it. I'm afraid. Um, don't please don't steal my title. Yeah, you, you did <laughs> say that you won. So, sorry, James, but Alex has to take the dub on this. Um, yeah, he does. He does. But, well, you know what, guys? That, well, is that Xander's was... podcast? He's still not won one of these. 
Uh, yeah, but the next one, I will. I guarantee it. Anyway. Um, James you were very it. confident about this one. I was so confident. God damn you, Alex. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Hey, you should have gone further down the list of films that only have two films <laughs> in it. <laughs> um, on Wikipedia. That, there you go. We, we've done that. Does anyone have any Sell Me A Movies? Haven't no. watched anything. Haven't played anything new except have I played anything? I played a bit of Control. Really oh, is that game. good? It is really good. I, I can 100% recommend it before all that scandalous shit came out. I could recommend it more on the PS5 version because it runs way fucking better than on the PS4 version. Of I played course the it will. On it's PS4. on the PS5 version. No, I'm, <laughs> I mean the PS4 version were like the menus were horribly laggy. Oh. And I saw nobody complaining about it so I was like oh maybe it's just a me problem. And then when I read a review for the PS5 version I was like wait this happened to everybody. Why is nobody complaining about this? If people complain about cyberpunk running shit, why can't they complain about control running shit? Um, I, I'd like to say you guys a TV show. Okay. Okay. Um, it came out last year. Uh, well, the second season came out at the start of this year. It is a BBC show. It's called Staged. Oh my oh, god, yeah. Staged is brilliant. I just watched, I watched it. it. It's, it's got David Tennant and, Mar- and yeah. Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. I'm already yeah. sold. It's, David um, Tennant and I'm sold. It's, it's about them during lockdown. They were about to start doing a play together and they decide to do the play, like rehearse the play over Zoom. So the first the first season is them playing versions of themselves in like trying to do this play and they just bicker at each other for the whole show. And it's mm. hilarious. And then the second <laughs> season takes it in a very different direction. That I so the, the the second season then it's it takes place as if the show has been made. And the second season is them post the show coming out. And so <laughs> and and so then they they the 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 company decide to uh, make an American remake, but they want to recast them. And so it's it's them like sort of coming to terms with that throughout the the season, but something that like there's a lot of incredible guest stars in this show, and in the first yeah, season like there's, have... there's two. Don't I don't want to spoil any of the guest stars because David hasn't seen it. Oh right, but the okay, fir- okay. the two two main ones in the first season are incredibly funny, and so unexpected, but then in the second season there's a lot more, and to me like. It's nice to see these people, but it also screams of like, this show's quite big. I want to be a part of it. Please, can I be in mm. it? And it just yeah. it screams of like, there's too many famous people in it at this point. It kind of for me, it loses a little bit of the charm the first season has. I still what, think. What the... do you mean you came up with a good idea during lockdown and you're profiting off it? I want to be a part of that as well. I want to be a part of it. Exactly. That's what exactly. All Exactly. So, like, the yeah, the, I think the first season is absolutely spectacular. I think the second season is still really good, and I think the dynamic between Michael Sheen and David Tennant is, I think, a little bit better in the second season, but I think the rest of the show in season two lets it down a little bit just by being too popular. And that's the most hipster thing I will ever say. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The show I think the show got too popular. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's basically if Fleabag was as big as it was, 
when the first season came out instead of when season two came out. Because when by the time season two came out, season two was the one that ramped everything up. Like everyone it was like, "Oh my god, Fleabag's amazing!" So and then it ended. But with this, everyone heard about it after the first season, and so everyone wanted to hop on the hype train. Um, but I'd, I'd still Can I just say it. you're saying this show got really popular. I've never heard of it. It's it's been everywhere. It's been everywhere, David. Then it's not been where I've been, and I've been on a lot of social media. Well, to be fair, I've really? I've only heard of it from my um, mum and dad. I've not seen it on any social media. I've never seen any clips of it. I've never. You're joking? It. Nope. Never heard it's of been it. On fi- it's been on Facebook everywhere. Yeah, it's been. It's been yeah. I on Facebook. I don't oh no, I don't Facebook. use Facebook. Yeah, I've Facebook seen, is uh, accessible. It's, it's, ah, no, it's so hard to use. I, I've seen it on Facebook, Twitter, all this. Uh, but anyway, I'd I'd give the show. I'd if I was to sell the show. But like, the, there's 14 episodes and they're all about 15 minutes a piece, so you get through it in like a full day. So I reckon I'd sell the whole show for like a tenner. Yeah, fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Um, David, I... you would love this. You would love it, David. Take I probably will. I'll probably jump on it. You know, oh. what I'd really love to see next from David Tennant. Doctor Who, again. Yeah, I, w- I want him to go back yeah. to Doctor Who. I really want him to go back I to Doctor Who. I want to see a Chris, true sequel with Bright Knight. Mm, not with not with Chris Chibnall running it. Uh. Good God, no. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I just well, want to see more David Tennant in Bright Knight. Uh, I, 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 I absolutely disagree with David Tennant coming back as. <laughs> Yeah, I, like, I, I do don't, don't. don't. In my dreams, in my I, dreams. I yeah. think that it would be a nice one-off thing, but I don't think him going back <laughs> as the Doctor of. No, he, he did it. He did it for the 50th anniversary. If, exactly. If, so one-off thing is a good idea. Leave it at that because the dude's moved on some bigger and better things. No, he hasn't. Yes, he has. Have you <laughs> seen yeah. Fright Night? And he was in <clears throat> Jessica Jones. Just have you do. seen Fright Night? Amazing in David, I haven't. No one but, else like, has seen Fright Night, David. Fright Night is no. amazing, Xander. Wait, why have I heard of Fright Night? Because it's got David Tennant in it. It's a, He's it, a vampire hunt. The, the, Colin it, Farrell is a sexy vampire. It, it's amazing. It's a film from the 80s that got remade in 2011, and it, the remake is fantastic. I made Xander watch it, and he loved every second. Oh of my it. god, it's got Anton Yelchin in it. Yeah. Yes, it's got no a, it's got an amazing cast, and I've totally never been more attracted what? to Colin Farrell in my entire life. Yeah, it's so many people. Yeah, Colin, Fer- so Colin Farrell. Look at really Col- look at a screenshot of Colin Farrell in Friday Night. You will get an erection. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Anyway, um, Alex, do you have any sell me your movies? Um, I do, but I don't know whether I've sold it you before. Well, um. So you can you can tell me because you seem to remember this more than I do. Um, <laughs> he actually does I, as well. Yeah, you do. So if I said I want to sell you um, Final Space, no, you haven't sold us this before. That's a great show. I want to sell you Final Space. Cool. It's a brilliant show. Um, the first season. It's the same with Stage. That I think the first season is better than the second season, but I only think that's because the second season goes in a different direction. And I prefer the direction of the first season. Yeah, I, um, I haven't seen the second season yet. I've only seen the first one. Same. So I think I watched the first. The first season is ten episodes long, and it's it's really actually eleven episodes long because there's a little bit of a of, a, of an episode at the start of each episode, um, which is like meant to prov- provide you with a sense of 
where the story is going for the end. It shows you the end point before the start point of the story, which I always like it doing because yeah. it provides you with more questions than answers. Um, but I did not want to watch this show. Um, and I, someone was like, watch it. And I was like, nah, looks, looks rubbish. It's like Rick and Morty, but they can't swear. So what's the appeal? Yeah. Like, um, and then I watched it. Um, I watched the first episode and then I was like, I watched the second episode and then I watched the entire first season. Um, (laughs) and it's actually amazing. Like it it, it is the best written. It's, I love a show that it doesn't feel like you're binging when you're binging it. If you are getting tired when you are watching, after watching four episodes, it's not a bingeable show. This is the type of show where an episode ends and you're like, I literally cannot go on with my day thinking about anything else other than the next episode. So you have to watch the next episode, which is why I watched it all in one sitting. Yeah. It goes, the characters in this show are the best thing. Like Gary is Star-Lord. He's essentially just Star-Lord, but uh, more lonely. And then they play in on this loneliness and there's this constant underlying sense of they're laughing about everything, but the things that they're laughing about, whoo, heavy. This (laughs) show does make me cry. Yeah, it made me cry. What's the, uh, like, the little green alien's name? Uh, Mooncake. 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 My tutor actually has like a mooncake plushie because um, he told me like in my first year he was uh, telling us about his life and how um, every Saturday him and his wife like wake up early and watch like a Saturday morning cartoon and yeah. they'll watch like a little animated show. And at the time when I first started uni, he was watching um, Final Space. I was like, oh my God, I love Final Space. I was like, yeah, but we haven't finished it yet obviously because we're watching it once a week but we're loving it and my wife has just bought me a mooncake plushie and now whenever we're on a call with him on teams all i see in the background is mooncake <laughs> i just stare at that i could be staring at his glorious mustache but no mooncake yeah it's, it's good that we got um, a whole backstory on this guy like thanks there, yeah it's great i love gaza <laughs> there is i said before about the second season being not as good as the first season it's by no means bad um and it's more that it's got standout episodes rather than it being a standout season yeah but season two episode four is called the other side um damn (laughs) that's a harrowing episode um so yeah if like you can't really it's a show that you definitely have to binge but even if you don't watch any of it and you just watch one episode watch the other side because that oh it's such a good premise for episode i i was watching it like because you read the the netflix thing um of it and you're like oh well that kind of gives away the plot of the episode and then you're watching the episode and you're like what this doesn't make any sense and then right at the end of the episode you're like this all makes sense and then you cry and then (laughs) real emotional that's basically just me watching pixar movies lately like none of it makes sense up until the end and then i cry and also i'm gonna sell this every week until one of you tells me that you've watched it and we can do a podcast about it watch I've watched avatar the last airbender oh, right. and legend of Korra. <laughs> um i didn't know you wanted me to stay here so i'm just gonna recommend shrek <laughs> it's 
It's a good one. It's that a good point. one. That yeah, point. there we go. Incredible. Good recommendation. Yeah. Recommend Shrek 2 instead. Shrek 2 is better. No, Shrek uh, 2, uh, if you get the the, uh, the one with the X Factor bit right at the end. No, yeah. no, I'm, no. I'm I'm not going to recommend Shrek two. That I'm going to I'm going to reserve Shrek two for if I invade again. When I'm not <laughs> you know what? No, next like, time, I, I, just I stick it out. Recommend all the Shrek movies other than Shrek two, just to annoy Xander. No, Shrek. Like, even, yeah, even, maybe I'll recommend like the the spooky the stories one. But Shrek oh, three yeah. is no, horrible. Shrek four. Shrek four is genuinely banging. Yeah, Shrek, Shrek, Shrek Forever but, After um, is actually good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shrek three is terrible though. Yes, Shrek so three yeah. feels like a straight to TV, straight to video movie. DVD, is it yeah. bad that I was going to recommend B movie? Like at first, no, because like it's was, a great was... film. And, <laughs> no, it's not. And on that bombshell, according to all known <laughs> laws of aviation, no bee is able to fly. Of course, they do fly. Okay, right. <laughs> um, that's going to be it for the podcast. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We've actually had a massive boost this last week. Because, uh, you know, for, for some <laughs> obvious reasons. Um, so I just want to say thank you to everyone that has joined us on our journey to uh, wh- whatever our journey is to end loneliness, I guess. It's not worked so far, but we're getting there. Oh, God. Um, Jesus James Christ. is still feeling lonely. James is still feeling very lonely. I wasn't even invited. Why? If you feel James, bad for James, James don't. Uh, he'll be back in a couple of weeks, along with Alex. Um, we're, yeah, we've James, got a... you, you, can, you can actually come on my podcast. I'm recording it on the 29th of Feb. Oh, God. <laughs> I, 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 am, I am invited this time. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I hope um, you're preparing for that one, Jesus. So, <laughs> thank you. To, uh, yeah. So, Alex, thank you so much for being here once again. Uh, where can the people find you? Um, they can find me at Flat Moon Band on uh, Instagram and on Twitter. The Moon is flat with three O's and two A's. Um, yeah, go listen to us on Spotify, uh, Google. Apple Music on major streaming platforms. Flat Moon, we've got a new song coming out Friday the 5th of February. It's called Cherrywood. It's a nice love one, a bit more laid back than our usual stuff. And then later this year, we'll be bringing The Funk. Can I I ask for one quick song request? Can Um, you make a James Bond style song? I think that would just be really funny. Already on it. (laughs) <laughs> um by the by the time this podcast comes out cherrywood will be out now so do go and uh do go and stream it i'm sure it's going to be another banger it is, it um, is. It's a banger. james o'malley i know you came here under the wrong pretenses but i do want to say it's been a pleasure having you what was it yes what, what was it what it, what was it it was was it really it, was it really i'm was saying it really he know? says through gritted teeth yes mm. yes james it was it was a delight <laughs> to have you <laughs> no for real you, though james you, thank you thank you for dropping in it's, it's been great it's been great to have you oh thanks you asshole <laughs> you can you can hear james's radio show on shock radio at mondays at six it's we're getting old uh, go mm-hmm. check it out. Go check it out. James is James has got a good sexy voice. Um, <laughs> and thank you once again to my trusty co-host, Mr. David French. Thanks for being here, mate. Oh, I forgot I was here in the first place. Thank you. Next oh, you <laughs> forgot you were here. You forgot you were here. Don't worry, mate. I didn't forget you were here. 
Okay. I'm just thinking, this means so little to you. This is my life. <laughs> um, this is the only thing I do now. Uh, so, uni? What is uni? <laughs> so next week continues our run of amazing episodes for you guys throughout February. Um, we've got a very special guest. We've got Mr. Will Solf coming in, who's a uh, short filmmaker he- and a good friend of the podcast. Does he know oh, he's invited? No Yes, he's he's <laughs> now we're just point, we're just gonna bring him into the server out of nowhere. God, yeah. episode. We're coming at you guys with a Valentine's Day special, so um, and it, it's gonna it's good with with a little twist, a Valentine's Day special with a twist. Uh, so get excited for that, um, and that will be coming at you guys next Monday. Uh, at the the no, twist is time. we're all single. Woo! Actually, wait, am I the only single one here? Oh no. God. Oh, James. No, no, I, oh. no, no, this is me, this is me. This okay, me. thank you, James, thank you, James. Well, on that Tinder. terrible disappointment. <laughs> By uh, the way, I... I do have to point out, even me? even though I, I, I've been, like, you know, salty throughout this entire thing, you know, I'm no, only a little bit No, don't ruin the facade! Don't ruin the facade! No, Xander's gonna be up all night worrying about this. Ruin the facade! <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm only a little bit annoyed, so it's oh, okay. No! Oh, no! <laughs> what you didn't know is that I actually messaged James to come in. No, I didn't. No. Damn. No. Okay. I hate David just as much as I hate you, Xander. Don't worry. <laughs> We're going to wrap this up because this is coming, becoming uh, Return of the King here. Thank you so much for mm-hmm. listening, guys. We will see you next week for our Valentine's Day special. And then the week after that, these guys will be back. So stay tuned for that. Have a nice day, guys. Bye-bye. Oh, wait. Hang on. Oh, you can All hear right. us on, on Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. Head to our Facebook page, Twitter page, and Instagram page to follow us for updates and stuff like that. There we go. Thank you so much, guys. See you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Those intros and endies really get away from me. Yes, they do. <laughs>